What's good, everybody? Welcome back. Sleep easy. As always, I'm Sylvester, your host, with my two co-hosts, Zach and Matt. Matt, how you been, man? I've been great, bro. I'm living this summertime life. Life yeah. is good. Yeah, I mean, there's a Hot Girl Summer track out right now that you bro, could probably we're, be vibing bro, with that. Yeah. Putting it in, we're putting that in a box, and we're just moving right on past that, bro. <laughs> you're not, you're not derailing this show, Sylvester. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, uh, normally we record in the afternoon, but today we're recording bright and early, 9 a.m. So me and Matt have our coffee going. Oh yeah, Zach yeah, needed yeah. some time to. Uh, did you also get some coffee? Oh yep, Zach made some coffee as well. We all got coffee going. Uh, you got know that Syracuse it's not mug. the weekend. It's not the weekend because Matt's not drinking Henny right now. That's well, true. It is the weekend, but it's a weekend morning. It's a weekend morning. It would not be acceptable for me to be pouring up with the hen dog right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be okay. Uh, yo, Zach, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, getting used to this this Sunday morning recording schedule. I went to a Mariners game last night, so oh, you know, that was it. Was Edgar Martinez uh, Hall of Fame night? Shit was lit. Uh, yeah, I so saw that. I saw people posting. That was fun. That today. It was a good time. Um, had a good weekend and getting ready to to talk about some. This is. I think this is going to be a very interesting conversation we're about to have. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Actually, How have you been? You're the one that's been on this adventure, dog. How's that been? Um, it, it's wild. It was dope. So I went to the Canadian Rockies this weekend. I drove 1,300 miles, not including like going around and driving through like parks and like different lakes and stuff round trip in three days so that shit was rough drives but definitely one of the most beautiful places i've ever been did you like take marky no nah, marky went to my parents because marky he wouldn't have been able to last out there bro those the the wild animals out there would have fucking wrecked him because he would have thought he could go toe-to-toe <laughs> with some of those bears dude so funny story real quick is uh, the Canadian Rockies are, are notoriously known for having black bears and grizzly bears, right? So I'm hiking, and this, this, this hike had two crazy situations going on on it. The first one is I'm hiking this trail, this random-ass trail to this lake, and it's the only fucking trail in the entire Canadian Rockies that I've been to that was just completely empty, that nobody else was in the, par- like, in the trail. Like, I feel like that's lot. Like not a good sign. Right, right, <laughs> bruh, right. And so I'm like hiking, I'm, I'm hiking in and I'm like a mile and a half in and all of a sudden I see like this little creek and I'm looking at the creek and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And out of the back of the bushes, some chick in full on Amish gear just walks right past me, doesn't look at me, doesn't sm- say anything, just a smile on her face, walks right past me like I'm not there. Hey, and I'm like, I was like, oh my God, I've seen every fucking movie and this is how I get sacrificed. Like, this is it. I'm... I'm fucking dead, bro. The village, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan, was, yeah. the village. Yeah, bro. I was like, this is it, dog. This yeah. is it. The fact that she didn't even like, acknowledge my existence was weird as fuck to me, bro. Yeah. Like, Amish I was pe- like, hey, but I'll tell you it. what. Amish people know how to cook, bro. There's, there's a lot of Amish people in, in northern New York where I went to college. And if you, they have these uh, farmer's markets. And if you buy their jam or their butter or anything, dog, it's like game changing. Real yeah, because it's wanna... made out of fucking lost hikers, bro. That's what Maybe. it's made out of. It's Dang, made out bro. of lost hikers. Black magic food, man. Don't <laughs> put that on me. Yo, yo, I want to tell a quick story about the, uh, a time that me and Alicia uh, uh, went to a trail that nobody was on. 
we were in Yosemite and we were looking for like a nice bubbling brook. So it was hot day and there was a bunch of people playing in this lake over here. And we, so we were on bikes and we took a turn to the left. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to be different. We're trying to be creative, innovative. And we find this bubbling brook with these beautiful rocks to sit in all by ourselves in the meadow, the mountains in the background. And it was just amazing. And we sat down, took our shoes off, put our feet in. And I'm just like, bro, this is paradise. We made it. All of a sudden, <laughs> as we're sitting there, snakes, bruh, snakes come <laughs> out of the water, crawling oh, at no. Alicia, like coming, woo, 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 like fast at Alicia. And I like to believe that in fight or flight, I'm fight, bruh, because I'm a warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like, I st I'm like, all right, I'm going to fight for my girl. I didn't say a word, stood up, jumped out the water, and just started, like, making inaudible sounds, like, but like I couldn't get words out that I was trying to say. Like snakes are coming, they're on their way. They're on their way. They're on their way. And Alicia didn't see them. And so they're coming right at her. And so finally I like grab her and I just pull her out of the water. And she's just like, What? What's going on? And then I point down and then she freaks out. You know what I mean? I didn't I, I wouldn't say I freaked out. I stayed calm. Like I cal I'm calm under pressure. But, okay, that was uh, calm. That's but then after that, <laughs> whenever we got in the water, we were like, "Where are all the rest of the people at?" I'm trying to get in the middle of the big crowds with <laughs> the kids splashing around and the old people and all that. Like, no more by ourselves bubbling brooks. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's Rule number wild. one. Always find other people, bro. Always. Yep. yep. Our People you don't want to find you will find you. And then you'll end up like some fucking jam and butter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, moving right along. So we got to cover a good album for y'all. We're covering NF The Search. Who's the grump? Right off the gate. Guess that grump. Matt, we definitely go got to get a better way to hype up the grump. It already is hella soft using the word grump, but yeah. you definitely can't have Zach come in with the, uh, <laughs> what is that, like Wheel of Fortune, guess that grump, come on down. <laughs> we can't, that can't be the intro anymore, bro. I'm betting it right now. <laughs> man, I thought that was good, man. That was uh, I'm going right. with Matt. Matt's oh, I'm the getting the grow, okay. Yep. Zach, who you got? Um, I'm kind of torn, but, uh, I am going to also go Matt, but I'm well, very torn. Damn it. Uh, I'll probably be the grump here, so I'll, <laughs> I'll jump on the sword myself. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right. Let's, let's get, get into it. So before the search. Start, I got to get my homie to come and join the party. Bro. Pennywise. Oh, my boy brought out the Pennywise pop art, is, uh, pop character right there, bro. Because before this morning, this is the kind of thing that I imagined going with every NF album was Pennywise. But then I found out this morning, uh, Matt broke it down for me. Is that Todoroki? It is Todoroki. Todoroki would listen to an NF album before any other rap album. Did you see that uh, Megan the Stallion dressed up as Todoroki for her cover? What? Yeah, yeah. She, she's a huge anime fan. Let's giant anime. Go. 
And she dressed up like Todoroki for I her I can't wait to cover, cover her album now, bro. Dynamic <laughs> as hell. Super dynamic. You haven't even it's heard the, it yet, bro. It's the I know, album I'm saying I'm ready to cover it. I'm ready to cover it, bro. Like, this album was made for, for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, this morning, I thought that, that Pennywise would be the guy, the, the mascot for this album, for, like, everyone at NF album. But then I got broken down that this man's a Christian rapper. And yep. I, I did not know That's that. That's, like, technically his genre. But, you know, honestly, he doesn't. His earlier music talked about God a lot more. And if you go through his lyrics, even in this album, like line by line, you do find a lot of um, references to God praying, um, you know, they're in there. But it definitely doesn't overwhelm you, right? No. It's not like you're listening to – and I'm not saying Lecrae Lecrae is bad. Yeah. I actually like Lecrae, but I feel like you listen to Lecrae and you're just like, all right, word, like this is a Christian rapper. Like it's very upfront and you can just – you know what you're – what it is. But I feel mm-hmm. like NF doesn't have that vibe. It's very no, I dark, didn't. to be honest. Yeah, I thought that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's why I thought Pennywise would be listening to this kind of shit. Because like, starting right off, in even with the 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 search, the first song on the, the album where he opens up, he opens up with like this dark kind of like rolling back the curtains kind of sound, and I'm just like, oh man, this is creepy as fuck. Bro, yeah. Man, the funny part is, I could search is nuts. It is. Dog. It's crazy. Oh, I would. I could goodness. see Pennywise cooking somebody up. Exactly. To this to this beat. Exactly. And so, getting started, there's something to be said about an album for me. An album has to have an amazing opening track. If, <laughs> if it's, it has to be like an amazing, like, either super hardcore intro that sets me up for the rest of the album, or a super, like, special opening yeah, like artsy, if it's gonna be like, artsy, like get artsy or something. Yeah, yeah, or like a or like a super dope like little intro, introduction, yeah. some kind. Yeah, yeah, it has to be something like that. You can't come. A lot of like albums sometimes come in really soft with the first track, like like this trash, and it just like puts me in a bad mood for the rest of the album. Uh, for those like, who don't like know, a first impression, right? So for those just just listen to last week's episode about um, Chance, and you guys can kind of hear a little bit about me on that disappointment, but. <laughs> With this track, dude. He's still, bro, he's still heated about this Chance I'm, album, oh, yeah, bro. Dude. I've, I've been thinking about it all weekend. All weekend. <laughs> but this track, though, bro, fucking fire. This guy, this beat is bananas, bro. Yeah, it really is. It's like, but, I was... Whew. So, a couple things. So, about Chance the Rapper. This album actually outsold Chance Chance's album. It did. Which is, nobody would have ever thought that would have ever happened. If you said NF's going to drop the same weekend Chance is going to drop and NF is going to kill Chance's sales, I'd be like, you're tripping. But it did. But bro, it's not his first time going number one, though, bro. Exactly. That was my second point. This is actually his second time in a row dropping an album that went to number one on the Billboard chart. So my my point in in saying that is I feel like a lot of people, especially in hip-hop communities, don't really talk about NF. I mean, he seems to me to be writing under the radar still somehow oh yeah but i just yeah. feel like you can't really sleep on this dude i mean he is i mean he he's doing numbers like crazy numbers and consistently now and i feel like that's that's that means something but uh, but, uh, but he has like point, a but marketing though bro he's he's the white christian rapper bro you're gonna yeah, no, get I feel that I've, so I've actually, gonna, he has a culture like a fan base cult uh, yeah i feel that and i and and, and i also wonder and i and i don't you know, there's never any way for me to get a true answer to this, but I wonder if that was just like a a strategic kind of move on his part because I feel like he can easily not be a Christian rapper 
And I would, yeah, I, mean? I like, agree. He's not yeah, yeah. over. Like it's not. He's like not. He's yeah, like no, he's on not a heavy. Mission, no. And, but I. But because of um, him being marketed as that white Christian rapper, he does get to a demographic that I think a lot of rappers don't get to. I actually went to an NF show before, and it was super strange, bro. Because I, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but when I got in, I was in this downtown kind of clubby type of area filled with like white suburban parents and kids you know what I and mean? that's why like, i'm saying he's gonna sell bro so that's why he's weird to listen to an nf music with all these little kids <laughs> in this sounds club. like uh... all these like parents and dads and stuff like trying to like be cool for their sons and shit I <laughs> sounds like a like logic content, weird bro. vibe bro like it was a weird vibe but the place was packed Dude, Hell it pass. sounds just like a Logic concert, bro. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it kind of was. Um, but I wanted to talk about your point about starting off strong with an album. Because I definitely agree that this album starts off super strong. Like, the search is just like... It, it definitely... When you hear it, you're just like, oh, sheesh. Like, I'm in, I'm in for it here. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I also think that um, there's times where albums have a hard time carrying energy throughout yeah if you start off like incredible and then the next song is incredible and then the next song is incredible there there's a significant at least noticeable drop off at some point if you can't keep that energy and i do think that this album suffers from that i think maybe i'm jumping a little bit ahead of myself but um i'll just i'll just put a pin in that and then maybe we can revisit that all right Mm-hmm. So let's bro, let's touch on these let's touch on the lyrics on the search, bro. When he says, um, got a taste of fame, had to pump my stomach, throw it back up like I don't want it, wipe my face, clean off my vomit, OCD trying to push my buttons. I said, Don't touch it. Now y'all done it. I can be critical, never typical, intricate with every syllable. I'm a criminal, intimate, but never political, pretty visual. Even if you hate it, I'll make you feel like you're in it. Though though you call me what you wanna, but never call me forgettable. Leave you deep in thought. I could never swim in the in the kiddie pool. Like this, he's. This is gonna cr- sound crazy to say. First off, those are like the syllable play that he's doing there. Uh, yeah, the criminal I mean, syllable, political, right. visual, uh, unforgettable. It's so dialed in that yells to me like, bro, this is like emo cleaned up version of early Eminem. When I listen to him, I'm like, bro, like he plays with bars in like a super dope weight with these like crazy. It beats behind it and i'm like bro like this is super hard when you're yeah. rapping like that bro yeah it's hard yeah. as hell i mean that's why I, that's like i didn't realize he was a christian rapper because this, this guy's coming with like dark ass emo <laughs> kind of fucking rhymes and he comes in hard bro like this song like instantly just like like reminded me of like meek mill always the way he starts his albums like this like the super yep. high tempo high energy that's a, yeah 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 hard ass fucking songs yeah i i think that um it's funny that you you uh, highlight that that portion of the song because that's the exact portion I have highlighted. And I also think that um, he's very good at changing, you know, his his delivery in in the mid verse, which it's yeah, it's a hard thing to do. And uh, he's very technically sound, and he's also kind of dark. His beats are darker. Oh um, yeah, which Eminem early too. Eminem. I mean, most of Eminem is is also, and. His voice kind of sounds like M. He sounds like M. Yeah, yeah, he does. A little bit. And yeah. so he definitely, it's, I mean, it's impossible to not compare him to Eminem. I kind of feel like that's not really fair. I, I, I just feel like 
white rapper. A white rapper, like, what are we going to do? Compare every right. white rapper to him? Right, 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 right. But, yeah. um... I don't know. I do think that there's just so there's so many comparisons. Like I, I, I don't think that we would ever sit here and and compare G Easy to Eminem. Yeah. No, yeah. he's a he's right. a white rapper. Um, so I, I I feel the comparison, but I just don't really want to dive too deep in that box. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's just the the he, he just I just say that to say he actually has like dope flows and oh, yeah. no, he's and put, yeah for sure super. Super gifted. Yeah, he's and he, he's talented. He yeah, he's talented beat as hell. So hard, dude. Like, I don't Bro. know. Like, there's. I don't know if like the beats are specially catered for him or if somebody just like drops. Like, because a lot of times what happens, producers will just come to like a recording session and they'll be like, "Yo, I got all these beats," and start playing them beats, and they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let me play this one. Like, this is the one I want." But it sounds like these ones are like almost generated just for him. Like, he's I think just, he like, uses the same guy on to make all like him and some other guy uh, make all the beats. Oh really? Uh, that would yeah, make sense. here I'll pull up his I'll pull up his name. Because um, it reminds me of Billy Billy Eilish, which most of, almost all her beats, mm. I think like ninety nine percent of them are all done by her brother. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. her and her brother have been making music forever, and so like every beat that comes on, you can tell like the whoa, this is like perfectly catered yeah, for you, yeah. like for all your attributes. Yeah, he's got some. Uh, he's got I forget the guy's name. Most of his beats are made by like they show produced by. Him and some other some other guy. I forget the guy's name. I can't find it mm. right now. Well, the uh, producer's fired, dude. Because like with that part on the song where where the beat cuts off, because the beat's already hard oh, as fuck. Yeah. It cuts off, and he's like, "Where'd the beat go?" And yeah. then the comes back in, yeah. and just like the drums kick in. He's like, "Oh, ain't that something?" Drums yep. came in. You ain't see that coming. Because hmm. like like at that point mm-hmm. we're already, at that point we're really deep into the song. Like we're like two minutes into the song, and there's yep. no drums whatsoever. Yep. Yeah, uh, Tommy just, Prophet. Tommy Prophet is the guy who does most of his beats. Tommy he, Prophet and NF the, both yeah. work on them together. Yeah, and Fire. I think that when you are working on your own beats that kind of intricately, you can create this like deep synergy between what you're saying, the mood, how you want it, and where and when the beat changes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's what happens in the search. Like he's just going through yeah. with no drums, and then he's just like, "Wait, where the drums go?" Kind of just like you said. And then when yep. the drums come in, it's kind of overwhelming because the drums don't just come in by themselves. They come in with like this like gothic mm-hmm. like choir from like Notre yep. Dame, like ha, 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 and then he just starts going in like oh, <laughs> he's just like like, and it's just like holy shit dude like what is happening here but it's amazing yeah i think that's something that you can only create if you're the producer you know what i'm saying right you have a vision and you have a a certain flavor that you're trying to accomplish and you don't need to like really hear i mean tommy prophet's there but i'm sure they've been working together for a long time so they are it just sounds like they're locked in you know it reminds me of patriots of production they're locked in they know what they're trying to do out there it reminds me a lot of um macklemore and ryan lewis because, like, mm-hmm. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, like, every beat that Ryan Lewis made for Macklemore was perfect for Macklemore. And, right. and they feed yep. off each other. But then Macklemore's last album, he didn't work with Ryan Lewis. It was a bunch of other artists, like, um, producers. And you could just hear in in the way that not only the quality of the music, but also, like, Macklemore himself just wasn't as good. It was, it, it, it was lacking. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yep. So uh, the connection is is real when you work with a producer. Locked. That's, they're locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Uh, I would, yeah, I would, I would just agree 100%. Um, bro, I want to bring y'all back to something though. When he finishes, uh, one of the verses, he says, just hang with me. This will only take a minute. Okay. Take a moment. Okay. Just think about it for a second. If you look at your face every day, when you get up and think you'll never be great, 
you'll never be great. Not because you're not, but the hate uh, will always find a way to cut you up and murder your faith. I've been developing, taking a look at the benefits, nothing to meddle with. I can never be delicate. Am I relevant? That depends on how you measure it. Take a measurement, then bag it up and give me the evidence. Pretty evident, dependable, can never be tentative. I'm a gentleman, depending on if I think you're genuine. Pretty elegant, but not afraid to tell you to get a grip. Proper etiquette. I keep it to myself when I celebrate. Ah, it's that time again. Better grab the balloons and invite your friends. Seat seat belts back on. Yeah, strap them in. Look at me, everybody. I'm smiling big. Bro. Grab the balloons. <laughs> Bro. Bro, his his um his um um allegory to balloons exists throughout the album. It's kind of the yep. theme yeah. of the entire thing. Yeah, like and a, he's like carrying balloons on the album cover. Yeah. Yeah, but NF does that, bro. Like this dude's not dumb. He's smart. So in his last album, he had this theme of of uh, like kind of Joker clown makeup. Yeah, like he mm-hmm. did. And and when he did concerts, he did the same shit. And it like it's like honestly, it's kind of like he creates with his music visuals. You know what I'm saying? Like he's able to create something that you can imagine in your mind, and then he's yeah. able to reinforce it with like his album art and then his music videos. And then when you see him live, he like brings it all to to reality for you. Like it's all a visual type of thing and not just music. And I feel like that's him kind of planting that seed. Like this time it's going to be black balloons. Yeah, and so like you just hear it throughout multiple times throughout the whole album, um, and and. One thing that I wanted to touch on before we continue too much is that I think the, what makes this album kind of interesting is that he really touches a lot on his own kind of like mental health issues that he has going on um, in a lot of different aspects of like depression and stress and like, I mean, honestly, like all kinds of different like mental health issues. and And I think it's really cool that he kind of like had that theme throughout the album. So you kind of hear it a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. I have a, I have a, I feel like he like, just I have like a lot to say it. about that, but I just feel like I'm, I'm going to hold it till we get to like final thoughts. Yeah. All right. So, so leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Can I pause before y'all start real quick? Is he, he's doing the playoff of the Mike Epps, uh, comedy special, right? About the handicapped guy that like would be set, like doing music or whatever, and they'd like mess with him, and he'd be like, "Leave me alone, leave me alone." I highly Do y'all know it. that, bro? Because no. he's saying it just like Mike Epps does on the on the thing, bro. Maybe he did then. I'm about we to do a deep him. dive. We got to That's all, that, that's all I had about this song. I was like, bro, is he doing? Is he doing "Leave Me Alone" from the Mike Epps thing? So I, I wondered if y'all caught that. But go ahead. So this song is um, one of the stronger songs on the album for me. Um, I just feel like his verse off tops is like he blacks the F out. And I think he does it in a way um, where he changes his rhythm a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I just think it's really impressive. Um, and I also think that he does this thing that where he has pre-courses, but it sounds like verses. Yeah. And and I think that's like really cool because like it acts like as an extension for and gives him more room to like um, kind of 
get his ideas out there. Um, but yeah, I have I have a section highlighted. It's uh the first verse just just opens. It's uh panic stricken, handle business, not a joke. Yeah, manners missing, travel different, no control. Yeah, time to listen, time to zip it, keep it closed. My description, highly gifted, take some notes. Yeah, lack of interest, why'd you visit, hit the road. Yeah, I'm kinda twisted, so keep your distance, be a ghost. Yeah, see I'm inventive, but quite the menace. You ain't no, well, I'm, I'm offended, let's jog your memories, here we go. And then he, and then he changes. And then he changes his flow. Nobody yep. kind of famous. Hide my plaques inside the closet. I just can't explain it. My wife, she tells me that she's proud and thinks I should hang him. But I just leave him on the ground right next to myself. Hatreds. Yeah, yeah. Mental health. Where's my mental health? Diagnosed with OCD. What does that mean? We'll gather around. That means I'm obsessively obsessed on things I think about. That means I think that take a normal thought and think it's so profound. And then it goes, leave me alone. Like in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then he changes it again. Ruminating. Fill balloons are full of doubt. Do the same things. If I don't, I'm overwhelmed. Thoughts are pacing. They go round and round and round. It's so draining. Let's move on to something else. Fine. And then he changes it again. Running the game. But they don't even know it. Like, I'm undercover and don't want to blow it. I come out of nowhere. They don't even notice. The flow is so cold. You would think it was snowing. I'm under the weather, but wind isn't blowing. I got an umbrella for difficult moments. You hmm. got to admit it. I'm very devoted. I'm out in the rain, but it don't always open. And then um, the pre-chorus, which goes back to like the, the initial theme. Hold up my balloons and cover up my face. I can feel them weighing on me every day. I, shouldn't, I should let them go and watch them float away. But I'm scared if I do, then I'll be more afraid. Tell them how I feel, but they don't want to change. Tell them how I feel, but they remain the same. Loosen up my grip. They say that's not okay. And then it goes, quiet, 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 quiet. Leave me alone. Like this like scary ass uh, voice. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like that is fucking amazing, bro. Like how, first of all, the changes. Second of all, his ability to stay on, on, on like subject. And then um, also, I just feel like the thing about this is that NF uh, talks a lot about mental health, as Sylvester said, but he does it in a way that people who have mental health are able to, like, or similar issues are able to relate to it. Right. And that gives them, um, because I think a lot of times when you're, when you, he, I just feel like he's, he's not bullshitting. Like, he's, like, I think that, and I I can tell he's not bullshitting because he's being so specific about certain things Mm -hmm. that if you deal with it, you suffer from. You know what I mean? Like, like. If and you have it, you can relate to if it. You, you have you it, you see can relate it. to it, and yeah. it's a very intricate detail. It's like small shit, like the fact that hold up my balloons, cover up my face. I can feel them weighing on me every day. I want to let them go, float away, float away. It could be easy, but I'm afraid if I do, because I don't want to change. Because I'm afraid to change. That's like a very kind of, I guess, Specific. common uh, thing with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. But I think that you know, if you were just like, I'm gonna try to appeal to the mental health crowd you'd probably miss shit like that yeah you know what i'm saying so i think it's cool that people can hear this and and feel like they're not by themselves i don't know I yeah talked a lot. what do you guys think yeah i mean i agree <laughs> i mean he does do that because like even like uh, i was thinking that on his rhyme where he talks about diagnosed with ocd what does that mean well gather around that that means i um i obsessively obsess on things I think about, that means I might take a normal thought and think it so profound, and like that is a huge thing that happens. Like people that suffer yeah. from anxiety and OCD, they just take a small, little, tiny thought and explode it into something gigantic until they have like panic attacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, he does. He takes like little tiny factors about mental health and kind of like shows you them in very, I don't know, strategic way. This guy's like very strategic. And then another thing I noticed, especially when Zach was like showing us his his um flow change. Yeah. Is that he sounds like a like because I've listened to older NF stuff and he sounds like definitely like we were saying like Eminem, but it sounds like now he's really trying to like deep deep dive into sounding like Drake as well because he takes a lot of like Drake style flows. Hmm. Which and, part of that do you feel like is a Drake style flow? Uh oh, we're in nerd rap world. Let's go. Uh, ruminating, fill the balloons up, um, full of doubts. Like the pauses. Like so, Drake. Drake's always known for what he does with the beat. Is he doesn't. Like, most rappers continue just, like, hitting the beat, like, how he does, like, where he's just, like, rapping through the whole beat. What Drake does is he pauses. And I think we talked about this um, a couple episodes ago, maybe. But Drake will pause. Talked about it with Pusha T. Yeah, we did Pusha T and Rick Ross uh, before, yeah. Drake does it. Drake does it, too. Like, he'll, like, say something and then pause. And then say something and then pause. And then, like, that's, like, the Drake flow. Like, like Drake's done that for a long time. Yeah. And so, like, that's where I I feel like he's sounding like that. I think he pauses and elongates things too. Yeah. Like Drake, like I think I can see what you're saying at, at that part because NF is is not just saying like ruminate, ruminating and then pausing, waiting for the beat to catch and then hitting it again. I feel like that's something that like Rick Ross would do. But, and I feel like, you know, we talked about that in the last episode. If you want to hear that conversation, listen to the last episode. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think what Drake does is he'll elongate it yeah he'll elongate like, it yep. like he'll kind of yeah singing he'll fill, it and then so, rapping it again so i, I right feel that. I he, mean, he I, fills I, I bars agree. with 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 that elongation so like a bar has to have so much in it and what drake does do is like exactly what he says he like fills that bar with with elongating notes or like yeah pieces and that's what i kind of got from nf i feel it i i agree yeah i catch that i like the song it's I a thought good song. the song was fire. I, I, I do want to bring up the, the just a little part of verse two, uh, just because I think it's so interesting. I hate when they debate if we're underrated. We're so overlooked that they're looking over our numbers, Nathan. We don't do enough interviews go, or go out in public lately. Quick note, when I do these uh, research for these episodes, I try to find interviews for them doing press releases for this album. This dude does, hasn't done none. shit. He didn't do none. Yeah. Nothing, no none. interviews, bro. He doesn't give a fuck he just like and i think that's <laughs> pretty crazy i guess craig you're just gonna drop an album like on the same you, Beyonce, week as dog? Chance- like you're just gonna not say nothing no, no promo like this guy's drop an dropping album. an album the same week as chance and yeah, he's like the same week as no. chance without saying a word nah man like that's like a beyonce ass move but you ain't no <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> anyway so we don't do enough interviews or go out in public. We don't post enough on our socials to keep the buzz from fading. Let it fade. Yeah, let it fade. Once it's decimated, then you drop a song out of nowhere. All the fans embrace it. Then the buzz will surface again as part of my operation. I don't need advice from my doubts right now. End of conversation. Hmm. How, do guys, how do you guys feel? Like he's like talking about. He plays. He does that a lot. On the, yeah. He, but it's interesting because he does it from like. What is that? Third from third person perspective. Third person. Where, where it's like, yeah. and it's supposed well, to be he's like him. Himself, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's talking about himself, but like his crazy self. Like so, he's he's playing with it throughout the album, where he like says like, "Here we go again." Like you're supposed to know that's like his like uh his like subconscious talking to him about like about different things or whatever. And it's crazy for him to talk Same. about like his marketing moves in it now, because like I don't think I remember him doing that on the last album. But it's, I mean, so, it's, it's hella interesting, bro. 
The way and I it's see it, it's interesting that he's starting to like. It's a little hint that he is starting to care about like the overall hip hop car, like his place in the overall. Yeah, he wants to be. Re- yeah, he's starting to. He wants you know to be I'm recognized. Saying? Yeah, for yeah. sure. He was like, I don't care. Like I'm doing my own thing. Like I'm in F. Like uh, yeah, whatever. You know. But now he's starting to talk about. They say I'm o- underrated. Or, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's starting. It's like interesting that he's starting to care about that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and um. I think this goes back to like what he was saying before, and one one we are hearing him talk third person about himself, but he's also talking pretty much about OCD because with the OCD you take a small thought or idea and you explode it and you expand it and that's what he's doing. Like he's talking oh. to he's he's like running that in yeah. his mind and and like taking these small things and making them really big and it's part of like anxiety and like OCD where like you're taking a small concept and you're talking to yourself like you're running like that's what you're hearing is you're running hearing him run it through his mind yeah 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 that's a hot take bro that is a hot take man we're killing this episode all right let's get, let's hit the change because we're we we spent a long time on yeah on that change track. beat is fire bro Ooh, bro whatever that sa- whoever Ooh. that is that they sample bro oh my god I, I don't know. The, whoever made the guy that made the beat forgot his name already. But bro, uh, they're geniuses with beats. Um, yeah, these beats this, are just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And like, there's always like a disturbing like pluck of a guitar string or yeah. a pluck of a violin or like a scratch of a violin. Like it's just always some super dope stuff, um, bro. When he comes in, he says, "Yeah, look, I don't do drugs. I'm addicted to the pain, though. Yeah, I've been on it for a while. Don't know how to put it down." Gotta have it. It's a habit. I'm a break though. I just want to take a hit. Keep saying I'm a quit. Keep saying I'm a leave, but I stay though. I just want a little fix. I don't want to take a risk. I don't. I don't like it when I drift from the safe zone. But lately, I've been thinking I'ma have to let go of things that I'm attached to. World don't stop just because I'm in a bad mood, <sighs> bro. This dude, like, he paints like some intricate pictures of like some dark, some dark, interesting places that he he's in in his mind. Like that's just real crazy to think like i don't do drugs but i'm addicted to the pain though then he just like goes and like l- puts layers on it bro and then talks about like how it's a habit I- i'm a break though like saying i want to quit but i but i stay though like that's just i don't know he paints a real interesting picture of mm-hmm. his like dark mind when it goes to dark places sometimes when i listen to hip-hop songs i m- m- some of my favorite times when listening to a hip-hop song is when I'm struck by the very first line. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's like a cool ass thing. Like I feel like um, it happened in a in a boss song when he talks about his neighbors. And his first line is, "Man, my na- my neighbors are so racist." <laughs> like doing the whole song on it, um, and then it happens like it it could happen. It happened for me here too. Like the very first line. First, the beat's crazy. So you just mm-hmm. you're kind of like, and it kind of takes a second. To, I mean, you hear the sample and you're just like, oh. Damn, and then the the guitar, and then he just comes on and says, "I don't do drugs. I'm addicted to the pain, though." Yeah, and I feel like my world stops, and I'm just like, oh, "Bro, did you also notice that uh, talking about being dialed in? When he says that, the beat ends on a low note. So, like, when he says, "I'm addicted to the pain, though," like it, like that line just stands out by itself in the song when that happens, yeah. bro. Yeah, it does. Crazy. Yeah, I have a, in my in my notes. <laughs> I have that that verse that you that you just uh, yep. uh, spoke on uh, highlighted, and the only note I have next to it is "Holy shit!" <laughs> 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 is this 
this shit is nuts. What's crazy too is how he ends it. Uh, I'll uh, yeah. the ending. Looking for something in my life to be inspired again. I like to walk around and act like I don't know what it is, but I know what it is. I just never want to commit. And then it goes to running from change. Yeah, like it, yeah. it comes like, in it hard, moves bro. So smooth. Like the message is smooth. Like it goes yeah. right. He's talking about like I need to run. I know what I need to do, but I don't want to. But he needs to embrace. And then the chorus says the answer like he yeah. leaves it it's like he's throwing up a lob and then the chorus picks it up and just boom, crushes it like, <laughs> alley-oop the message bro home. and whoever the guy whoever's singing this looking for change bro they it reminds me i don't know if y'all listen to welsh welshly arms the rock band but like this is like real soulful rock and roll bluesy in that that hook and it's just like bro like who's got like somebody with like a super powerful voice Doing that, I don't know. Like, does it? It didn't say who the who's singing it. Nah, it doesn't. No, dope song, bro. Oh, can, Super dope. Uh, just real quick because Zach hit on it earlier. He said, uh, "Um, you don't know what you don't know what I love is. You don't know what what love is till you're holding on onto something that you can't lose." I swear I'm a tr- I'm trying to get together. I'm trying. Well, let me just start over. You don't know what love is till you're holding. Onto something that you can't lose. I swear I'm trying to get it together. Sleeves up, putting work in, trying to be better. I like to rap, but I ain't going to do it forever. Forget the charts. I've been focusing on holding my head up. Uh, moment I get up, I just want to know I'm doing my best. And if I'm not, Lord, forgive me. You can have regrets. Because I can feel the water trying to go over my head. Most of my life, I always felt like I was holding my breath, holding my chest. To be honest, so I'm tired of it. Looking for something in my life. To be inspired again. I like to walk around and act like I don't know what it is, but I know what it is. I just never want to commit. Zach hit that last line, but bro, like that that's all one verse that we've covered. That's mm-hmm. yeah. When you mm-hmm. say holy shit, I'm like, bro, like, damn, that's hard as hell, bro. Mm-hmm. One one last part on on verse three that I thought was worth mentioning. Um Mention a name and everybody riots. Yeah, that's why I'm checking my vitals. They keep on working, but I know. Breathing don't mean you're alive, so. I bag up all my trash and walk on out my type tightrope. Positive thoughts on my rivals. I'm trying to be on their side, though. <laughs> I just So I, I pick up on things, because honestly, I relate to a lot of this. And so I pick up on a lot of things that I'm just like are, um, like, just su- su- such small details that if you weren't actually, like, living it, you might not recognize it and the line positive thoughts on my rivals to me like really struck me because i feel like he has such a he, he's so good at taking this like really um serious and and deep like issue that people have and then putting it into one line and yeah. having it just click it makes sense like yeah. positive thoughts on my rivals i'm trying to be on their side though i just felt like that was like yeah that's hard yeah i thought that was that super was, deep uh significant yeah all right, what we got next? Uh, my stress. Zach didn't have that, right? Nah, dude. His his ver- like intro. He he intros it with his uh with the chorus. Yeah, dude. This man's not the best singers, but singer. But like this is like I musically good to me. Like it sounds oh, good. Absolutely. To me. Yeah, he's not terrible. No. It's kind of impressive that he's as good as he is, to be honest, based on how good he is at rapping. Yeah, and then, like his rap voice doesn't really match this singing voice, bro. So. Th- which is which is why that's super why it's super dope 
mm-hmm. when he does it. Because he comes in with the, some days I just want to leave the negativity in my head. I just want relief from my stress. I just want relief from my stress. And then he comes in with like that, with the rap bars on like a whole, like a, sounds like it's two different people doing mm-hmm. it, bro. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's why I love this song. Cause he plays it. Like it just hits like so hard with the two different dynamics from the same person. Yeah. And then just crushes the beat again. Like this beats hard oh. and he just like murders the yeah. like, like I said, it catered to the man. This man's kills these beats that are catered perfectly for him. Hmm, bro, it's playing in my ears right now, and I'm like, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All I can say is that this song is, after this made like four playlists for me, bro. This is so dope. Uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 for the sake of time, we can go. I'm not going to go into any of it, but bro, just super hard song. Super song. Like, this song has definitely made my playlist. All right, we got uh, Nate. Zach, you, have any, you didn't have none for Nate as well? Uh, I have I have something for Nate. Okay, y'all want to? Well, y'all can go first if y'all y'all got something. I just have um, something to finish with. I I thought that Nate's outro was significant. Um, I thought in verse three he has a bar, but what you'll learn as you get older, every time you reach one, is you'll just make another goal that doesn't lead to freedom. Like throughout this album, I find myself like highlighting things that I just felt were like relatable to me to be honest and i feel like so that i just thought that was fire because that's like a thing that i think that you know a lot of people do they just set a goal reach it as soon as they reach it people are like good job but as you're hearing good job you're like already on to the next thing like you're just like all right like moving on gotta get to the next one i'm not here for any of that congratulations um and then the outro was was big for me i wish that i could look at you with empathy sometimes i feel like i've become what you were scared to be which makes it really hard to look at you with sympathy. So let me let me just stop and, and say, <laughs> this whole song is him talking to himself. Yeah, right. like he is he is addressing himself, uh, basically having a conversation. And so this outro is like a letter that he's written to himself. So I'll, let me just start again. I wish that I could look at you with empathy. Sometimes I feel like I become what you were scared to be, which makes it really hard to look at you with sympathy. Because if, if I'm feeling bad for you, then I have to feel bad, feel for, bad me. for me. <laughs> and that's just something I feel like you don't, we don't deserve. That's why I'm always looking down on you. I know it hurts. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. I've been trying to search to find us both some answers. I'll be here for you if things get worse. Hmm. Oof. Oof. Like, it's just... Super deep. Fucking, it's, it's heavy, bro. It's, cr- yeah. Uh, just... Uh, earlier in the song to lay things together this is the reason why I, I say this song is so important because it's like the song is like Nate it's a it's talking to directly himself, to yeah. himself heavily about himself and he says remember back when mom picked us up from grandma house and she hid her boyfriend in the trunk and drove a couple miles down the street and then she pulled over to let him out because she ain't want dad to know she had these types of dudes around because last time he found out he had to take us from her you look uncom- uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Let me change the subject. You know how mm-hmm. we've always struggled with abandonment? And when we feel like some- someone's leaving, we start panicking? <laughs> like, this is the most detailed that I feel like I've ever gotten from him in the two albums about something directly tied 
to why he is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we never really get a lot of anecdotes about his like personal life. Cause I always wonder, I actually look at him with intrigue and I'm like, bro, like, like, why are you like the this? The way you are. Yeah. yeah. And like, as soon as he get, tells that story right there, I'm just like, man, well, like we got a glimpse into it. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of understand like to paint that picture and then be like, to break it all down and sum it up of like, this is why like you get to this point of like, panicking and i'm like oh man that's hard yep yeah I, you definitely get a little piece of why he is the way he is yeah that. yeah it's deep bro and you know what else it makes me think of bro <laughs> Todoroki, bro everybody goes go, nerd go figure out nerd <laughs> all right time time <laughs> I think this is my favorite song on the album. Why is that? I I think I think this like so. I think this album has a lot of meaning behind it, and then like you said, like you kind of like highlight things that you relate to the most. And I don't know for some reason the song I'm like oh like I can relate to this song a lot personally, and um, I don't know he sings on this one again. Which sounds really good. The beat's really like smooth and soft to intro, like when he sings, and then it picks up when he starts actually rapping again. Yeah. And so like that transition change is done really well. Mm-hmm. And the way he trans, like right from the very beginning of the song, so he sings that whole intro, and then right after he sings, he like it's like all done in one take. It sounds like because he transitions the singing right into singing into the bar. Yeah. Like so, like it's a transition period of like singing to rap and it's just like seamless and it's just like weird it, i don't know and there's a crazy sample that jumps in in that seamless split second that yeah. completely changes the beat from the chorus to the actual like rap Verse. yeah yeah it's I mean, impressive go ahead no i was just gonna say it's re- it's really impressive like production wise and like song wise it's really impressive mm-hmm. yeah let me hit you with this yeah, way before I bought you the ring, we were fighting back and forth like you were wearing the thing. Two passionate mm-hmm. people not afraid to say what they think Le- led to passionate conversations when it's hard to agree. You know me well, sitting on the edge of my seat, looking at life, overanalyzing everything, always depressed, trying to find a better version of me. By the way, I just want to pause. I love it when you can fit a bar into the into syllables that, that are just as long, like above, but the line is actually way shorter. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is like, so the line above is, you know me well, sitting on the edge of my seat. And then he matches that with like big ass words. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I just feel like that's like, it sounds tight. Like give it the line, well, get a line again. On the edge of my seat, looking at life, overanalyzing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it still yeah, yeah. matches, but it's just like the words make it happen. Yep. Uh, Always depressed, trying to find a better version of me. Searching for something I know is probably right in front of my feet. Stubborn as me? Maybe not, but you're close to it. Got a lot of issues. I'm trying to work through them. Going to therapy for you something that's worth doing when I know you've been there for me through all my worst moments. And I know it hurts knowing that I carry this weight on my chest, making it difficult for me to open up and connect. Lots of regrets. I apologize for all of the stress. That's not what I meant to do. You know I love you to death, even if... And then it goes into the, even if we both break down to... Like, I feel like his ability to to move into these choruses, bruh. Like, this whole album, I feel like it's just like Lob City, dog. Like, he's just lobbing it up. And then the choruses are just catching up and just banging it out, bro. Like, they're just out there playing playing hoops bro <laughs> i just feel like it's 
that that verse to me is like incredible. Makes the song. So is yeah. he talking to? Is he talking to? This is. I assume that he's talking to his wife. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I played with the idea that this is him talking, his subconscious talking to Nate again. As I well. When I, I thought so no, too. That, it's interesting you brought that up because when I first heard this song, I was blown away. And I actually was a little bit disappointed once I got to the part of the song where I realized he was talking to his wife. Yeah. Because what I thought happened was at, in Nate, the outro that I read. Yep. I've been trying to search to find us both some answers. I'll be here if you if things get worse. Right. Yep. Right. And then the intro is even if we both break down tonight, you say you hate me. I feel like he's talking to himself, right? Yeah. And yeah. then the first verse, he's still talking to himself. Like he's trying to say, like, I'm like it's it's almost like in the the song before, he's saying, Yo, hit me up if you need me. And then this song could have been him showing up. Yeah. When he needed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just felt like with verse two, when he starts talking about the ring, yeah, then talking you realize about, right, you know, then, like, yeah, counseling yeah. and stuff. It's then too you're like, far okay, stretch. yeah. Then it's yeah. like, okay, all right. We're talking about your, we're talking about the wife here. Yeah, yeah. but I, that did come across my mind too. All right, uh, all what right. we what we got next? I can only? skip. I can skip by returns only. Only this is actually my favorite song on the album, bro. Like, uh, and which is crazy because like normally like I'm anti, uh, th- like squirrel voice. I would say, uh, yeah. But this girl, this girl Sasha Sloan, like like the whole vibe of the song just comes together perfect, bro. Uh, so he opens up with, um, so he says, "Yeah, does anybody feel like me? Show of hands. I don't need a lot. I just want to find my peace. Yeah, why why you throwing rocks? Oh, you want to kill my dreams? Okay, tell me everything I'm not. You think I didn't know these things? Always been a little lost, and I still might be. Life's hard, but it's okay." Watching the comments feels like I'm at a court date. How could I complain with a house like this and a car like that in the driveway? Half of what I say kind of feels like like a dream that I'm not going to wake from someday. Wishing that I'd pray a little more often and put more time into my faith. Travel in my brain, woo, might find damage and no grace. I can't, I, like, I can't break down how intricate those bars are but it's like mad simple mm-hmm. but at the same time like you immediately like you just like feel like you're like laser laser eye focused like looking this man dead in his eyes and you know exactly like how his mind how his mind works and you're supposed to understand everything about him right now in this song bro mm-hmm. and, and it's his flow is is really interesting on this one too. bro it's hella the hard it, it's <laughs> it's weird because Honestly, I don't know like if it should actually even work the way he does it. But Correct. I struggle. I struggle like when I'm hearing the beat. I'm like, man, like this is actually hard to do, bro. Yeah, because he he like goes. He'll like rap like super super fast. Like he'll be like, um, like like he said, okay, with a house like like with a house like this and a car like that in the driveway, and then he yeah. like, he like he like elongates driveway for a second, but then comes back with that fast pace. Yeah, man. it's just really weird. It's super. Yeah, it, man. I gotta say. It's not, he has he may have like one of the guys that has like the most flows because he does like you can tell he practices like all the trendy flows. Then he has like these different paces and all with like different cadences that he can hit on. It's mm-hmm. real like he's got a lot of flows in his bag. Yeah, for sure. He, man, he's 
So I think that I think that he puts a pre-chorus, a pre-pre-chorus in his verses. <laughs> because if you if you notice, like he, he, there's a there's like a um like a shape the energy takes. In the beginning of his verse, the beat kind of starts starts to drop off. And then as he works through his verse, it starts to like kind of like that that I guess you call it a synth starts to get a little louder like mm. it starts to get louder and it starts things start to build up and then he goes into his like pre pre which is like still in his verse when like the beats full and it's almost like you're it's almost like you listen to an EDM song and you're hmm. like waiting for the drop cuz you can hear it coming mm-hmm. based on how he's changing his cadences i'm going to i'm going to try to do verse 2 cuz i just i have it highlighted and i got to do it yeah if you made it if you made a list of people that you trusted, would you put your name down? Do you know who you are when you look at life and you talk about yours? Do you feel proud? Are you leaving a mark or scared to make a bad impression so you just hide in the dark? Living and playing a part, no one regret will come back up tomorrow. That's what it does, ain't it? Don't know what we're chasing, but we all do it. Just a part of life. I guess we're all foolish. Running after what we think will make us happy till it falls through. And then we find out later it ain't what we wanted. So we give up on it, then we pile the garbage, and we watch it grow and find a drug to numb it, till we hit the point that we can barely function. Am I motivated? Is my music dated? Would I be the same if I was medicated? Even therapists say I need medication. I avoid it, though, because I'm scared to take it. Am I the only one that has a loaded gun that's full of doubts and memories to overcome, and I complain about them when they shoot at me? But I know, truthfully, I like to load them up and let and let them... I like to load them up and let him and then and then this is like the pre-precourse yeah. where the, the the beat's like full at this point yep. and then he changes it again and says that's so sad to see that's so sad to see i need help they talk passively them come after me by myself lost that half of me god there's it has to be someone else don't feel bad for me i just can't believe that i'm the and then the beat like it explodes and, and I, so I feel like it's only like bro exactly yeah man so i feel like it's it, it's like this like this building crescendo that he that both the production value and his ability to to change his delivery produce mm-hmm. yeah like create like this eruption almost of like emotion and raw energy and then the chorus always like bro like picks up your brains off the floor bro he and in does... the meantime he's not just delivering empty shit my bad one more thing yeah he's not just delivering like I think a lot of times if you're a delivery rapper, rapper, once we start to get into the bars, we start to be like, bro, you're rapping about ketchup right now, my guy. <laughs> but he's actually filling this with real fucking meaningful stuff. Correct. Like, am I the only one that has a loaded gun that's full of doubts and memories to overcome? And I complain about them when they shoot at me, but I know truthfully I like to load them up and let them. That's so sad to see. That's so sad. To see. Like he's talking about doubts being a gun that he doesn't like to shoot at but really he likes to load him up and shoot him at himself like that's fucking that's a trip that's just like four bars out of the whole thing like that's a trip so bro he so he so that's actually the part the the end of every verse is actually what makes the song from like so good because the song is good regardless he's rapping real good but when he goes into this like the melodic part because on verse one he says yeah he says yeah Pain might get to me, throwing yep. threats at me. They can't tell, disconnecting me. It's affecting me. Hide that well. They'll write checks to me, but don't check on me. Find myself always questioning what comes next for me. I can't be the only. Like, bro, 
that's Dude. songwriting shit right there, bro. Like yeah. that, like that's how you get shit done on a like on the next level scale mm-hmm. because you can provide clear like clarity through your your rap bars and then hit somebody in there like give them a soul punch uh, yes. with, like, just out of nowhere and he like he does it three different times and every time perfect on the song, bro. Yep. Yep. Let me say this. Let me say this. And this might be just drinking me drinking a little bit too much of the Kool-Aid. But maybe, just maybe, hip hop today could learn something from NF. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And when I say hip hop today, I mean like the top rappers. Like, because I feel like there's, I'm not, I, and I'm, no, 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 let me clarify. I'm not saying I think NF is a top rapper or this album is the best album I've, I've ever heard in my whole life. But what I am saying is that. He has seemed to develop a unique way to deliver a verse, change it, let it build, and move into a chorus where he doesn't just go straight into a chorus with, with the cadence that he started with. And I feel like that's so common now. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of rappers will start, have a cadence. I mean, sure, they'll, they'll fuck with the cadence a little bit, but they'll kind of just, when the verse comes, the, or when the chorus comes, the chorus comes. But this dude plans it out changes his his shit so when the before the chorus comes he starts to get more melodic he starts to do some wild shit like and it and it builds and i feel like if i if i was in the game right now and i heard that i'd be like damn bro i'm trying to try that too <laughs> i feel like i feel like the thing is is that i feel like it's unique to him too like who who else is doing that exactly and i feel like that's like the, the most important part is that it is unique um, but there are top dogs in the, in the game that do that. I mean, yeah, that, again, I, I will Drake, say, I will Drake say that, does it all yeah. the time. Yeah, like I was, and that's like exactly I said, like this guy's kind of like I feel like he's trying to sound like Drake a lot in this album. So I would say I think he's getting that from Drake because Drake always does that. Man, he'll go from rapping to melodies to singing to like he does it all. Right. I feel like he he's definitely been inspired by Drake with like the yeah. melodic the way he jumps into rap into a melody. But mm-hmm. to Zach's point. The build up, the the masterfulness of him to be able to build intrigue in a rap verse. I don't think Drake's doing that. And then yeah, and then loop it in straight into like a build up with the beat, all taking you like on a roller coaster up, and you're waiting for like the beat drop or the hook drop. I, to be honest, he may be the best guy at doing that. Like yeah. after, like as I've heard this in two albums, I'm like, damn, like nobody. You're right. I would think nobody hits that roller coaster the way right. that he does. Sure, and it's always on subject too. Yeah, that's yeah, the exactly. other thing yeah, about yeah, it yeah. is that it, like we're never dropping off from the story he's telling. So when yep. so and that adds to the buildup, right? Because once yep. that 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 your the energy's up, and you know he drops it off for the chorus to slam it. The chorus is slamming it with like a like a plot point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a main character type of shit, and you're still in it for the story that he's telling. So, man, it's just really well put together. It yeah. is well put together. Yeah. But I will uh, just little uh, side note. What I will say is, you do have to be careful giving people a roller coaster uh, over and over for like twenty songs. That's final thoughts, bro. We're not. <laughs> that was just a precursor. Precursor. All right. <laughs> uh, what y'all got next? Um, I have like this. Okay. Oh yeah. We can do that one. I have that too. Uh. Well, it's just, I just like I, I mean I love the song, but um, which I just want to give you the bars of what he says. Um, yeah, holding back. Yeah, I've always been good at that. Unattached, waiting for what comes next. 
Things I know I should address. I feel more together when I'm a mess. Get some moments that just came and went, made amends with you, then overstepped. That's a line you should, you never should have crossed. You get no respect. Stop with all the threats. Like the more I get to know you, I just know you less. Another city I don't know well. Feeling too much like my old self. Backsliding, backsliding. Got me in sad feels. Got me at a standstill. Too much time alone is when it gets real. Future doesn't pop up. Then the past will. Outside, that's the rear view. Now I'm going downhill. Don't know who I'm close with. Going through the motions. Don't know who trusts when I... And then he goes into the chorus. Uh, like... I just don't like there's there's just a certain level of dark that I've just feel like you could just keep like hinting at dark and he hints at it throughout here because like just to say like I don't even know exactly what he was talking about but it's just like man bro like you actually I felt like I needed him to give me direct details as to when he like what takes him to that point that's this is the point in the album where I'm like tell me more about why you're feeling this way bro like why are you backsliding backsliding Got me in sad feels. Got me at a standstill. Too much time alone is when it gets real. And I'm just like, what keeps triggering that in him? Because I don't know what exactly it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought yeah. this song up. Like, I like the song, but I don't know enough about him as to what. And that's when I'm like, bro, like, maybe you actually need to give, like, vivid details about why this is because like i start getting frustrated sometimes i'm like like i know you struggle i know a little bit about your like very little about your past but like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean sure but i think it's still a fire-ass song the beat it's, is insane sir the samples, it is fire these guys these guys <laughs> the guy samples those vocals so crazy all the time he does it again with the little the little snippet of a vocal sample Right, and then and then he like does his melody thing where like he'll be rapping, rapping, and then he'll change it again to backslide and yep. backslide. Yeah, you know. So this guy's super creative with that. Ugh, bro. And, so, oh, go ahead, Zach. No, no, you. I just was gonna say he has like a pre-chorus where he says, "I lied to myself and I, I can't mm-hmm. handle it. Why do I waste so much time on things that I can't fix? All these things I." I hold inside. I just can't forget. Thought that I could let this go. And like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like a broad stroke, but he's been Mm -hmm. painting with this broad stroke for so long that like at a certain point, I'm like, man, I probably need some more details, bro. Mm. So I don't know if you guys are ready for this, but what you just brought up, this conversation wants me to, to move to final thoughts. Oh, okay. Well, there yet? Or yeah, yeah. That that was it. Yeah, that that this was like this was a song that was going to lead into the final thoughts for me. Because yeah, I'm done with the album. Yeah. Um. All I gotta say, and all I wanted to touch base on really quick, is the song "Why." I think perfectly examples this man trying to sound like Drake a lot. Um. (laughs) Because in that thing, he has the exact same flow Drake in for like flow for flow as Drake uses on the song "Sixth Man" from "If You're Reading This Is Too Late." So. He just goes off on this, and then and it just sounds exactly hook like bar for bar, flow for flow as a song, which which yeah. is I I'll think also. I'll, I'll just add on that. Uh, I think the song "Thinking" sounds a lot like Drake too. The the next song. Yeah, it's production very, value like, too. Drake beat, and, and it just kind of feels like drizzy. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to final thoughts. Uh, do you want to start, Sylvester? Or you want you want me to? 
Um, I can go ahead and start. So right. I think that I think the me wanting to talk about why and and um, thinking and sounding like Drake is because that to me started becoming really really noticeable throughout the album and like like this song this album is twenty songs deep and so I'll be listening to the songs and and I'm like man like this is really dope but this sounds like he's trying to sound too much like somebody else and that was like a problem to, for me towards the end of the album. Um, I had a hard time being able to justify this guy's skills at the same time was trying to sound like somebody else. And, and I mean, I think it, it, he made it noticeable that he wanted to sound like these other artists, like Drake and like, he definitely has like the Eminem from pre- previous albums too. So I feel like that was, was kind of hard for me to do, but the relatability with mental health that he touches, and I feel like everybody suffers a little bit from mental health, um, probably time for, that's probably for like a different episode. Because I ain't no doctor and I can't prescribe, can't, can't tell everybody has these issues, but I feel like he was able to relate. And I'm sure everybody, anybody that has like some sort, when they listen to this album, they can relate to the way he painted his pictures. Because he did it very subtly, but very, although it was subtle, it was very vivid. And I think that yeah. that was amazing, the way he was able to do that. Yeah, right. Um, so what are, you, what are you rating it? 7.5. I felt like I felt like I felt like this this album what it did for me is I don't know if you guys remember this but back in back in my old days um <laughs> I used to I used to watch 106 in Park oh, yeah. and there was this there was a moment where 50 Cent and Kanye West were at 106 in Park together on the couch and 50 Cent and Kanye were both dropping albums and Kanye was going to drop the exact same week as 50 Cent and they were on the couch together and oh, I it was this. it was late registration and 50 Cent was I think doing not the massacre whichever one was after the massacre um he was dropping I think his third album Kanye was doing his second album and 50 Cent was like dude boy you crazy if you think you're going to drop at the same time as me and he's like He's like, dude, I'm going to outsell you. Like, He's like, I'm not worried about you. And then 50 Cent was like, man, if you outsell me, I'm going to retire. And like, pretty much like, because at that time, Kanye just dropped one album and he wasn't really, you know, Kanye West. And then this man dropped the album the same week as him and slaughtered. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Okay. I see what's happening here. (laughs) And so my man dropped, decided to drop it the same week as Chance the Rapper. I gave Chance the Rapper a four. Not to mention Chance, not to mention Chance the Rapper's all up in his feels right now, knowing that everybody's oh just body and his his uh Bro. his entire al- twenty song album about Could his wife. Could Sylvester so. be any more uh any more disappointed in a guy? This is the third like the third episode where Chance has been cooked at some point. Dude, I have to listen to Coloring Book to remember that Chance was a good rapper. Oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> The shade. Uh, uh, 7.5. 7.5. It's right. a great album. Great. You're calling that great. 7.5 is great for you. It's great, yeah. Great okay. album. Uh, Zach, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Um, so, I... Man, so this album was a kind of a tough one for me to grade um, and just really even wrap my mind around because there's moments where I just feel like I'm like genuinely blown away, like genuinely blown away. Um, And, you know, the one thing I did notice though, is that, I mean, if you, if you look at the track list and you look at the tracks that we were really excited about, it goes the search track one, 
Leave Me Alone, track two. Change was track three. Um, you know, I think we talked about we talked about Nate, which is in early in the album. Time, which is early in the album. Um, and then we only is is mid album. That's a good song. But after only, uh, we kind of skip everything else. I mean, at least I did. After only, I there's a at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven songs where I'm just like, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not really there because they didn't have the same energy to me. And I'll, and some of those songs were NF trying to flex. Like I feel like he was. There was a couple songs where he was like, all right, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna get on my flex game. I'm gonna try to get on this trap beat and try to talk about how dope I am as a rapper. Yep. And it fell super flat for me. Like all those yeah. songs just fell super flat for me. So what we have here in my mind then is a a, a really one dimensional rapper. He's good at what he does. I mean, he is great at what he does. When he talks about mental health, when he's got that production value really high, when he's in his bag, it's I mean, it's very special. Mm-hmm. But he can't really do a lot else, in my opinion, to be real. He can't really, you know, be hard. He can't really, I mean, he's kind of melodic, but it's not the best. And when he tries to get out of his lane to expand things that he can do, oftentimes it's just, it's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. So that was like my big takeaway. Having said that, though, the songs that I love, I loved them. I mean, they're just absolutely incredible. Uh, I feel like this album could have been a lot shorter. I feel like there were songs that could have been cut. Um, and also, I noticed that like when I first heard this album, I was like, oh, this is about to, I, I love this shit. I'm about to go work out to this. I started working out to it, and then I started just keep listening to like the messaging over and over again. And I found myself like mad at the gym. <laughs> like, I was mad as hell, bro. Like I was like making eye contact with dudes I didn't know, like m- mean mugging people. Like I just felt it put kind of put me in a in a mood that I didn't really love. You know what I'm saying? So that was like a, another side effect for me for this album. So I, I thought it's a good album. A side effect of the album, bro. Because <laughs> it's dark, dog. Like, it's really dark. It's shit. dark. Like, he keeps hitting you with that super, super dark energy. Um, yeah, anyway. So I like the album. I mean, like I said, I was blown away by a lot of, a lot of songs. But overall, I don't think this as a body of work I just feel like there's more misses than hits for me. I'm going to give it a six. Damn. Uh, so um, if you listen to his album before this, then you listen to this album. For me, I w- was immediately, like after the first listen, I was frustrated. I was frustrated because as an artist, I'm like, bro, you you just made the same album. You just made literally the exact same album from the album before. Except you you got better as a rapper. You grew as an artist. But we got the same topics. We got the same like light details um, for the most part. But we got good. We got some good songs in here. We got a, and I'm intrigued. But I'm frustrated because so it's like well now that other album has no value. So I can have this this experience one like one experience that i go to for this kind of feel i'll go to this album for it now that other album i'm done with like forever with that <laughs> with that said real, some really do you think it's a better version yeah of the, of it's the a better album? yeah i think this is a better version so i'm a i'm a ride with this one from now on with that said uh 20 songs of mental health 
where we don't actually get like real details, uh, that make that's a struggle for me. Just because I'm like, bro, like it's almost like we're making it like a superpower. And this is what I this is what I wanted to get at. So we, I think I may open a can of worms, but like, so Kanye West came out with the album, uh, Yay, and it says, "I love being bipolar. It's my superpower." It's re- like I want to be real careful about the way that people talk about like mental health. And it's become like it's intriguing to be interesting when you have when you struggle with things as an artist and you have a skill. I think people immediately are interested in what you're doing. It's also interesting to be in like dark places and people be like, man, why are you like that? Um, and so when you just keep glossing over it and I'm saying like painting with broad strokes and not going like deep into it so that we know why you get like that and actually talk more about the bad parts about it i'm just like bro like this almost like i hate to say it but you're making this sound cool on some level uh and i think that that is real dangerous in my opinion i think it's real dangerous because then everybody kind of they know like to play that that button as in society and i think we're getting there now where everybody has like this dark side that they want to show oh i'm i'm feeling depressed today and blah 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 uh i believe it but it's just there's got to be a way that we're talking about this and putting context around like, hey, this is actually like a real struggle. You do not want to be like this. And I feel like he's like, I don't want him to change, but there has to be like the next step in his evolution where I can understand more about what's going on. Because right now, honestly, I listen to it. And I'm like, bro, this is dark. This is heavy. I get where your mind is. But why? More why? Like, don't just tell me how you feel. Tell me why you feel. Um, I th- I think I have an answer for that though. Go ahead. I feel like he, I feel like maybe he's doing that so that it leaves the canvas empty so that you can put your own relatability to it. I can't argue with other- that because otherwise then he's just gonna be sound like Eminem. Like, yeah, my wife's a bitch. She cheated on me. I'm gonna kill her. Yeah, my mom's a bitch. I'm gonna. She's a piece of shit. I'm gonna kill her. Yeah, my dad left us. I'm a piece of shit. I'm gonna kill him. Like, so like then we get that. Like then he he'd be the exact clone stamp of Eminem. Mm. I got it as mm. well. I also think that art I think that it's it's deeper than um imagining it as, you know, people are interested because it's dark and about mental health as like a superpower. I I I imagine it more as the best art is created when the artist is is willing to be real. No matter what mm-hmm. they're being real about. I feel like vulnerability is the best way to produce any type of art, not even just music, but anything. And so I agree with that. I, I agree like with that's that. That's his it just so happens that when he opens up, what we see is, you know, m- mental health that he struggles with. But if that if he's willing to open up and be real about that shit and talk about it, that's why it's so in- interesting. So I, okay, I like, so I got a question for you then. Yeah. So we know he has OCD, and we know mm-hmm. one story as to why, like, why he gets like this, like panic feeling. We know one story based off this album. Mm-hmm. Why else is he like? Tell me more as to why he's like the way he is. We don't know, bro. <laughs> like, I don't even need a direct story, but I need you to like. You see, what I'm saying like, I need you to be able to break that part down. Why are you like that? Why do you have these panic thoughts? Uh, more than just this one time, like, just give us some real scenarios. Like, he kind of hints at it, never really like fleshes it out. 
And I think other artists are able to flesh that out. I don't need you to name drop. I don't even need you to talk about your mom. You could talk about a specific scenario where you like walk in and get coffee and like you think to yourself about the coffee and how this, how like a little piece got uh, of like a dirty spoon touched some of the coffee. Now you got to throw the coffee away. Maybe that's what his OCD does. But like I need something more to like to make me feel like I'm not just getting the gloss version of it. I personally think he doesn't do it because then it won't be, he won't be able to rap clean in all honesty. I think that you then get curse words. I think you get uh, like explicit thoughts that are very much, mm. very, very much darker. Um, mm. And that's, that's, that's really what, what I think is, but that's just, I mean, just my theory. Um, mm. So with that said, I mean, I love a lot of these songs. I love a lot, but like, like I said, you, now I'm done with the other album and I put a bunch of these songs in playlists. Like I'll go back when I want to like just be in like this, like kind of like absorb some dark music. I'm going to listen to this a lot of the times for that. Um, because sometimes I just want to like listen to somebody who feels like kind of crazy, which is, uh, I mean, I don't know why that is, but I like, I'm attracted to that music. Sometimes Joe Budden used to do it a lot for me and Eminem from time to time. Uh, so I just want more understanding like when i'm like fully thinking something through like help help me to understand why because right now it just sounds like it, like there's other guys who say the same stuff and i'm like you're not really telling me why you feel like that um so i'm gonna give it a 6.5 really good damn i'm the grump <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't enough talking about his serious, wife. Are you serious, Matt? 6.5? 6. 6.5. You no. Rethink that you're scoring, bro. Bro, 6.5. dogging on the whole album that you gave us 6.5? Bro, the, well, so look, the beats are still hard. I mean, I still like the lyrics. I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's a good album. It ain't great. Uh, but, I mean, I like some of the Flex songs. I like some of, like, I'm cool with that. Like, I want to know more about him as a person. Like, have fun. Be able to, like, I want him to tap more energies, but I'm not about to sit here in front. We got, like, 10, we got 10 really good songs. At some point, I'm not doing the percentage of the, the album. I'm just saying, well, those 10 good songs, I like, and I like them a lot. I just think the difference between me and you is that the number of good songs from the album. I don't think I got to 10. I yeah, you don't think you got to 10. Six. But yeah. I agree that the, the, the songs that I did get, I mean, it's not like I'm just like, oh, these are good songs. I'm like, no, nah, these are fucking great songs. Like, yeah. These songs mm-hmm. are going to be playing in my playlist for the rest of time. I just got six. You got ten. And that's yeah. the difference. Right. So, yeah. yeah. 6.5, bro. You're the grump, homie. The and resident that, grump. Zach's the plot grump. Twist. Plot twist. Because I feel like this is like my type of album. <laughs> Don't you think? Like, if you would have guessed, you would have been like, Zach's going to be high. I, yeah, I, you, thought, I, mean, I thought you, you were, were, you were going to be hot on this, bro. Yeah, you went to an NF <laughs> concert. So, so I was like, bro, I, I thought to myself, I was like, bro, I'm going to have to be calming Zach down about this guy. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> then Zach comes in and is like, bro, you know what? This is trash, bro. He wasn't talking about his wife enough. <laughs> I didn't say that. I will say this, though. I was mad disappointed at that NF concert. I'll say, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. I... <laughs> We went to this NF concert, and we have, like, a checklist. Like, we want the artist to, like, check certain boxes to make the concert good. And he didn't check any of those boxes. And that was one of the few times that we went to a live show and walked out of it. And, like, we're like, are we are we in, still NF fans or not? Nah? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I didn't. Like, that, that was one, probably one of, the, one of the worst concerts I've been to. Yikes. Well, to be fair, I mean, the dude is mad. He was, like, mad young when you went, right? 
Uh, yeah, it was two albums ago. And also, like, to be fair, he talks about, in his music, doing concerts, how he hates it. Yeah. Like, he struggles really And he gets nervous, yeah. And yeah. It, when I put that into perspective, I'm like, okay, I understand. Because one of the you main things knew that what we you're going were so into. disappointed with was that he just didn't address the crowd at all, ever. Not once. Like, he just went through his tracks, <laughs> did his thing, pretended like we weren't there, and then left. And that was a shit. And you said he played his vocals, but if he was right? suffering... Huh? You said he played his vocals at the concert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he's suffering, like, if he's, like, mad anxious, like, you're probably just trying to get it over with. So, yeah. I guess... Plus, the, the vibe was weird. There was, like... Yeah. I'm not... I, I mean, hey, I'm with you. I wouldn't go to this concert just because I'm not sure... Yeah, I'm not sure what the vibe would be. But, yeah, bro, that's... I mean, that's unfortunate. The homies got... Why, why do concerts? If you don't like doing them, just don't do them. You sell merch, so you're you gotta make. That's how you make your money, Nah, though. you got you got to make that paper, bro. That's yeah. that's that paper chase. That's how you make your money. Trash. You your money. Trash. Then do something like All Sia. Right. Do something like Sia, bro. Sia doesn't Can't even... That, Sia. Would, that would actually be tight as fuck if nobody knew who NF was. Yeah, well, so Sia, Sia doesn't do... like So on her last concert, best, most transformative concert I've ever been to. I'm like I'm 99 sure that Sia was not actually performing. She literally has somebody press play, and you what you're in a part of a visual experience with the concert goers. Uh, Damn, I thought that she's somewhere on the stage. You just don't know where. That ain't that ain't, uh, that ain't her. That's a like some. That's like a, I think that's an actor, bro. Um, Body double because she yeah because she doesn't move the person doesn't she literally stands still and you just look at her to know that like someone's singing or you hear singing but it could realistically not be her she has people that are dancing interpretively to her music and the Man, crowd I would, is I would love it bro I, nah, it was the craziest thing and that's when and I realized after seeing that I was like bro honestly ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people who are doing concerts these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. Cause like this is supposed to be like a real experience, and your ex- and everyone's experience looks very similar. Get up on stage, do your songs, jump around. There's there, it's time to like evolve. And so I'm saying like he can like he can get creative. He don't actually have to like stand there and rap like Jay Z on concert, sir. There's other ways to do it. Having actors come out and act and out correct. like interpretive dance to his shit. But, or cool. bro, you could also have like different NF, people hey, come give out. Give us a call, bro. Have your people call our, our people. We'll plan this out for you. We, we got you. Dog. Bro, get people to actually, someone else, do your song. Come out, like have different people doing your song. Since you don't like being on stage, get guys who actually want to do your raps and let them rap them. The crowd is going to rap along with you. They don't have to hear NF. You see what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be. And, or, or just there's different creative things that you can come up with besides just standing up there NF and struggle with how much you're panicking. Sir, be the director of your concert. You control this. 2019, get creative, homie. You know what, Matt? This is a crazy idea, but I think I'm finding myself behind it. It's a good idea. Also, I mean, I think Xanax would do wonders for the man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, right hey, with now, that, we're bro. out. <laughs> <laughs> bro, right now Zach is cringing. He's like, did we just make a joke? Did we make a joke about NF mental health right now? That's where the panic is, where he is, bro. I'm good with it, fellas. I got anxiety now. <laughs> oh, shit. All right.